everybody. Welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 47. Number. Yep. And there's a four in it, which ties into this week's movie. Uh, but first time, Sean. I'm Harlow. And now, the reveal of that movie. I think people could probably guess. <laughs> I mean, if you're paying any kind of attention. Hopefully you are. And so we are wrapping up the Spy Kids quadrilogy with Spy Kids all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Spy Kids 4. Yes. It's <laughs> the strangest subtitle ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Spy Kids all the time in the world, colon, Spy Kids 4. Correct. All right. I don't think that's how it goes, but yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, nine years later, here's a new Spy Kids movie? Sure. Um, from what I understand, uh, Robert Rodriguez owed uh, Dimension one more movie. Really? They they made a four Spy Kids deal? No, it was something having oh, to just, do with uh, Grindhouse and I got you. His just, contract. He with, just had to make a movie yeah, for Dimension. Yeah, he just had to make another one. So he was like, I'll make a Spy Kid. Yeah, of. he, um, from what I understand, uh, Dimension and Miramax had blamed him specifically for the failure of Grindhouse. Oh, okay. And he was super pissed off about that. So he said, fuck it, I'll make Spy Kids 4. Because he made the one that most people like more? I, All right. Who knows? I'm the, saying I like... Those crazy wines. I like Death Proof, but most people like Planet Terror I, better. I, I enjoyed Planet... Well, Planet Terror has things happen in it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're if you're comparing and contrasting, you know, which one had things yeah. that happened. We're not talking about that, though. Okay. We're talking about Spy Kids. Right. Sorry. Spy's Kid. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, being nine years later, this uh, is basically a reboot of the Spy Kids franchise. Mm-hmm. And it starts out with a lot of Jessica Alba doing sp- spying. Yeah. <laughs> um... She's chasing a, a villain named TikTok. Right. But she's nine months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is a really dumb reveal when she's like, I'm going to zip line down and catch this bad guy. And then the guy on the radio is like, but wait, you're nine months pregnant. And then it just shows her being pregnant. And she's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So um, she zip lines down. She does. Gets yeah. into a car. Gets she into does. A car chase. Yeah. Um, this movie is convoluted. A little bit. Yes. It's unlike the other three, which were fairly straightforward this one is really complicated okay i mean <laughs> like when it was over i was like wait what about and that and what the <laughs> well i mean if you're talking about like time paradoxes yes and whatnot but i mean the overall plot is fairly simple until you get down to the villainous scheme dealing with time sure but yes she is a spy she is a cortez um, yeah, she's <laughs> way to just throw out a new <laughs> Cortez character. Yeah, she's uh, the sister, Antonio Banderas' sister, I sure. guess. Yeah, because they were like, you know, when um, what's your face? Uh, oh my god, it just went out of my head. We've, uh-huh. watched, we've watched a billion of these movies, and I can't. Uh, Carmen, when mm-hmm. Carmen shows up, she's like, "That's my aunt," or right. something like that. Yes. Um, but yes, she's another Cortez, and she's married to Joel McHale, who's mm-hmm. not a spy. No. Because as she, you know, zip lines into the car and engages car chasing, uh, she has a handy dandy button of like remove road noise so that she can make a phone call to him mm-hmm. um, with you know no outside sound, including her like spinning around and getting weird Roger Rabbit wheels at one point in time, where it's just like, <laughs> okay, this car could just. You can do whatever. Yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, by the way, is being played by Jer- Jeremy Piven. 
Wait, that's a spoiler. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This movie has a lot of Jeremy Piven to go around. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I know, but for half a second, the first time I saw him, I was like, wait, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, for half a second, then I, when I remembered he was in this movie, I was like, oh, well, that's who it was. Yes. Uh, TikTok has a sped up voice, mm-hmm. so you never hear the Jeremy Pivenness of it. Right. But before she ziplined down to get him, he had deployed a time bomb, mm-hmm. which is basically just it stops time around in a certain area. And it was right. He there's a one of the people frozen has their hand up. And as Jeremy Piven walks by him, he high fives him that at that point, I was like, oh, okay. Hi, Jeremy Piven. Right, okay. <laughs> That's a very Jeremy Piven thing to do. Um, I don't... Yeah, she ziplines right into the car. She mm-hmm. doesn't have any kind of foot chase Mm-mm. leading up to this, but then they stop at some point, and it becomes a slight foot chase, which just <laughs> becomes my first note of the movie, Okay, where she does the pregnant police ladies slide across the front of the car. Well, he slides over the hood of a car. Right. Like Dukes of Hazard, TJ yeah. Hooker style, whatever, you know, and then she's just like, I'm going to follow suit, even though she could very easily walk around the car. There is no reason to slide across it. <laughs> None whatsoever. But, but her like very ginger pregnant slide across the bar, <laughs> the car. Yeah. Was, uh, that, that one got me. Yeah. That's that was, the one, that's the one joke in the movie that, that a hundred percent got me. That was a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm watching it. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So that's yeah. that's one of two notes I made in this in this movie. Okay. Um, um but yeah, they uh they catch TikTok mm-hmm. to the delight of her OSS boss, Danger Diamo, played by Jeremy Piven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> played by Jeremy Piven, like forties newspaper stand boy. Like right away, and you're like, this is an odd thing that he's doing. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so Yeah. Good job there, Toots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but whatever. They've they've stopped the thing because he had stolen like a mini disc, like a little super tiny CD mm-hmm. that had like, of course, every fucking thing on it. Sure. Why <laughs> stop making these things? The OSS <laughs> makes the stupidest <laughs> things. Hey, let's put all the information onto this. It's like the knock list, you know. It's, it's, it's dumb. All right, sure. <laughs> Don't do this. Okay. But anyway, so then she's like, oh, God. Well, as she's fighting, like, thugs, Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, my water broke. Yeah. So she has to go to the hospital, and that's when we meet her stepchildren, who are Joel McHale's kids. She's apparently married into this family. Correct. Uh, And they don't like her. Not not particularly. The the daughter more so. The son is just Well, because they're waiting for her. Like, they're like, oh, figures you'd be late. Yeah. And the son is like, oh, technically she's one day early. And the, the daughter is just like, shut the fuck up. let me hate her Mm -hmm. um but yeah she's she's married to joel McHale, who is just goofy mcdumbass tv personality boy yeah like is it at some point like he is he's just like tv personality guy Mm -hmm. and then at some point he's like i got an idea for a new show it's called spy hunter which i'm like that's a video game but yeah okay (laughs) yeah good Uh, good thinking um (laughs) But yeah, and then it's like flash forward some years, like three, two, two three. Two, three years later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, he has launched his spy hunter show <laughs> and hasn't caught any spies or whatever he, his intentions are. Yeah, I don't know what he does each week, but he just stands in a green screen room and does a lot of pew, pew, finger guns at the camera and, mm-hmm. and takes his glasses off dramatically and stuff like that, but he doesn't actually do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, the kids still don't really like Jessica Alba. Mm-hmm. Um, she keeps trying to bond with them. And uh, also time is speeding up. 
for some unknown reason. Right. Yes. Yeah, because like he's doing like I think the first time it appears is like he's got some sort of deadline and the boss is like, I need that thing right now. And he's like, but I have till tomorrow. And he's like, it is tomorrow <laughs> or something like that. But no, it actually I mean, it happens like right away because like he comes out and they're like, dad. And he's like, I got time for breakfast. And oh, he's like, oh, wait, no, I don't. Yeah. And then they're oh, like, right, oh, right. dad works all the time. Mm-hmm. Womp, womp. Yeah, we hate you. It's like a 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> but in 2011. Yeah. Um, and Jessica Alba's cover story, because like her family doesn't know she's a spy, is mm-hmm. that she's an interior decorator. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, and she's out like she had this kid and she's like, I'm done. Yeah. So she's just interior decorating a sure. bunch. But uh, okay. they, they also have a weird dog that just like stares at them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, that's weird. Because <laughs> yep. the kid like throws food at the dog and it just bounces off his head. And they're like, this dog's weird. <laughs> yep. Um, and he's just like a little mangy sort of Benji-esque yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah, has with a, a weird overbite or underbite <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yes, he has a very pronounced underbite. Yeah. Um, it's pronounced underbite. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, the girl, Rebecca, mm-hmm. doesn't like Je- Jessica Alba at all. Mm-hmm. And her thing is she likes to play practical jokes. Yeah. And there's a bit at one point where Jessica Alba's like, a time to bond with this child. Here, have this pretty jewel thing that I've had forever. It's very important to me. And now I give it to you. Mm-hmm. And they bond for a second. And then another practical joke goes off. She gets Nickelodeon slimed or whatever. And then she's like fucking kids and yep. she's done with it of course like the next day she gets a call from the oss and it's like hey we need that uh necklace of yours yeah we need the jewel of whatever <laughs> yeah. or something other so she has to take it back and that makes the kid angry mm-hmm. so whatever the, the other kid the male kid uh is he's like the nerdy one you know i mean it's it's basically almost the same dynamic it kind of is except that they're not really in in the first movie in that origin story, they were still like doing weird like athletic competitions and mm-hmm. and crazy shit. These two kids are just kids. They're literally just kids. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he's like, reading like physics books and shit. But, but they're setting up the exact same dynamic, like because um, Carmen in the original one was kind of like angry for reasons, and Judy, the very first one he had, mm-hmm. what was something wrong with him? Something was wrong with him. Like um, he, he had warts on his hands. Yeah, warts on his hands. Well, yeah. like, you know, this kid has hearing aids. Yes, And I'm does. thinking, like, if they'd made more, he'd probably be like, oh, I have bionic ears now, yeah. and now I'm cool guy, kid. Still, cool to make give your main character this thing that's, sure. you know, not really a... Uh, it, it's a detriment, not necessarily, but it does play into the, the yeah, plot of yeah. the movie, so... I'm saying, like, they were just... I'm saying they were setting up the same kind of dynamic, like, in the next one, they were yeah. probably going to be different in the same ways <laughs> that makes sense um yeah so there's also uh a, a criminal mastermind has shown up on television this this world that they're in now has like the most dramatic television news host and they just cut because they're noticing like time is running out time things and let's go to this video we've gotten from this master criminal right now mm-hmm. and so they cut to this guy and he's got like just a a mantle clock mask on it's the it's the stupidest looking disguise but you're also like oh that's jeremy piven (laughs) like you hear the voice and you're like well fuck everyone in this movie is jeremy piven what the hell's going on but yeah so now there's the timekeeper and then at one point while he's making his his i'm the main enemy speech the other jeremy piven just is walking around in the background just Mm -hmm. hanging out so yeah Everyone's like, oh, TikTok escaped. That's- you, have, you have an actual Jeremy Piven entourage. <laughs> yes. yeah. So many Jeremy Pivens. 
Yeah, so they need the thing. The necklace. Mm-hmm. It's the key to everything. Right. And there's something called Project Armageddon that's happening. and It's weird, because I think... I think the necklace like shuts off the device, which is kind of weird. Like, why do the bad guys want it other than like, oh, if we have it, then they can't use it? I don't know, but it it sure. also seems like at some point when the necklace is given to them, they're like, ah, we don't need this. <laughs> this is a red herring. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, the, so yes, it, I mean Jessica Alba has to go off to the OSS to like try to deliver the necklace, but right, which the daughter captured? has given to her in a box. Right. Which she does not look in, of course, because mm-hmm. she's an idiot. Right. Um, she shows it to boss Jeremy Piven, who gets sprayed in the face with baby food because, haha, practical jokes. Right. Um, and then bad guys storm their house. Right. And immediately all the red alert alarm things go off. Get to the panic room. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell's the panic? What are they talking about? What is this? And then suddenly the dog starts talking. <laughs> uh, the dog is voiced by Ricky Gervais. Yep. <laughs> which turns out to be the best thing about this movie basically is that there are a few lines from ricky gervais that are pretty good mm-hmm. um but it, he's robot dog his name is argonaut yeah which yeah guard dog that's a good that's a good guard dog name i'm just gonna sure. say yeah. yeah and he's just like oh i'm british you know like james bond that's pretty cool huh come on let's get to the panic room let's go mm-hmm. so they slide down the fireplace or whatever and get to the panic room and immediately like there are eight monitors on the wall all of them reveal jessica alba who's like okay you're in the panic room now which means things have gotten real uh you probably need to get out of here now so yeah, i'm a spy by yeah the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and this is my spy dog you know sent to watch you and mm-hmm. you know get out and the girl rebecca's like she's not cool enough to be a spy which is same line from the first movie mm-hmm. um but they're immediately besieged upon by goons again so they have to go and get into some sort of crazy twin engine co cockpit i i did like that like it's a it's a weird thing like the like the star wars like a dual pod Mm -hmm. you know skate pod thing Mm -hmm. but i like that like one's blue and one's pink and they get in the opposite ones i was i was thinking the same thing for whatever reason yeah i was i you know yeah it just (laughs) yeah the boy gets in the pink one yeah i know i was just like yeah Yeah. disrupt the norm yeah go kids go good on you movie (laughs) So they fly around in a CG nightmare for a while, and mm-hmm. um, then it separates for a while, and I don't know. They they land in front of OSS, yeah, um, and then they have to go in, and they are met by Carmen, mm-hmm. and Carmen's like, "Hey, I'm yeah, you know, I, I was related a, to you. I was a, yeah, I'm your aunt, yeah. and I was a spy kid too. And here it is, it's all shut down now. And yeah, let's look at the Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse of spy kids past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just all dusty things from all the other movies. Mm-hmm. So. And they're like, cool, we well, want to be Spy I Kids. I say dusty things. It's dusty bits from yeah. all the other movies. <laughs> right. I, most I, of it is CG yeah, bullshit. I was, was going to say, most <laughs> of it is not real. It would be a cool thing if like, they held on to all these props. But yeah. Yeah, I think they just kept the assets on the computer for yeah. that many years. Yeah. I, I do like that uh, the Ricky Gervais dog goes in and is like, oh, hey, I went to school with this dog. Oh, he's just <laughs> he's deactivated. That's a shame. Because <laughs> there are just other versions of him in the room. And he's like, hey, oh. <laughs> and I believe Carmen feeds him like some titanium bolts or something. And that's what he eats. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of like, oh, well, that's why he wasn't eating dog food and <laughs> right. bacon and stuff. Because he has to eat metal. <laughs> uh, metal dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're basically like, uh, go hang out in the green room. Yeah. And then there's some hint dropped of like, I, I was, I, you know, we have to work together. Like I was, a, I was a partner with my brother and I was like, we don't talk about him. Oh, yeah, because they're like, who's that? And that's my brother. And then just like, whoosh to the camera. We don't talk about him. And I'm like, oh, are they, is he not in this movie? That's well, and I was that's just, a shit way to break him out. <laughs> I was just wondering like what the reveal was going to be. But 
There's not really one. I mean, I'll skip ahead. Like, it's basically the same reveal. Like, he retired just like he did in the last one. He keeps, like, talking like he went and did a thing. Like, there was something that he went and did, but it's never Yeah, I'm just saying, like, but... it's it's not any different than, like, they should have had the same animosity at the beginning of 3. Yeah. Because he ostensibly retired. Yes. And this is the same thing. It's just like, yeah, I left to go do my own thing. And it didn't yeah, really it was work like, out. It wasn't cool to, to work with my sister. And she's like, but that's the coolest. And he's like... Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, family. But when he does enter the film, he's Johnny Cool Guy, mm-hmm. and everyone is just like, "Oh, it's Junie." Like, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, kid. You're not, you're not Johnny Cool Guy. You're not Junie Cool Guy. Either. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. But the movie treats him like it, it which it, is it which is fine by me. I sure. thought that was, you know, at least don't treat him like a dork. Right. Um. Uh. Boy, the, there's what? a lot of stuff that yeah, happens. I was gonna say, what the <laughs> hell happens after this? Like, I, I just watched this yesterday, and I'm. I am blanking on it at this point. The kids have to hang out in the green room forever. And yeah, they're like, we're going to go on a mission. You stay here. Yeah. And they just eat a lot. Cause that's what kids do is just mm-hmm. pound candy. Like, well, because this green room is nothing but like, I don't, if there is no spy kids division, who is this room of candy for at the OSS? Everybody likes candy, Chuck. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they hang out there forever. And then it's, Jessica Alba and the kid, the Carmen and Junie go. They get a lead mm-hmm. and they go to a place, which is the 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 watchmaker's store or whatever, because uh, they're like, yeah, he's probably here because this is a big you know watch repair shop. Time. Oh, oh and they time, also time, they, time, they time. also took some uh, they took some paraphernalia from they the did. but yeah. it was Souvenirs. deactivated. Yeah, like you know uh, the guy, the kid, well, whatever his name is, uh, Cecil. Cecil, Cecil, sure. Mm-hmm. He takes uh, like the gloves and boots of strength, gloves and boots, <laughs> <laughs> boots and gloves, and um, but they're deactivated. And then she takes like they have a bag of pranks. Like yeah. literally, there's like a spy kid bag of pranks, and mm-hmm. she's like, "I'll take this," but nothing's activated. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yes, they go to the watch repair shop, mm-hmm. which. It's a really a secret entrance to the place. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Joel McHale in his spy hunting has somehow put together a thing that's like a. <laughs> it's literally like a spy detector, like it's, with, okay. a, with a comical error Hold arrow on. that points in whatever direction. So he's just hanging out in whatever TV studio he's working in, mm-hmm. talking to his idiot engineer friend, and he's like, "Boy, we just aren't catching spies. It's been two years. What do we do?" And they just. Like, open a box that says, like, Spymaster 6000 on it. And I'm like, why the fuck were you not using that on episode one? <laughs> like, what were you thinking? Because he's like, I guess it's time to use this contraption, which is a ridiculous nonsense thing of, like, an LED screen mm-hmm. and just a bunch of knobs and shit on it, which they have to engineer to get it to work. And then it's just an arrow and a voice saying, you know, this way. Yeah. Um, but that kind of leads them to the place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like he's, you know, they've already gone on, gone inside and are kind of, do they get separated or something? I'm trying to remember like what happens. There's a point where like the kids are running around by themselves because they, they wander in some like giant clock spinning wheel of doom thing. I don't remember when the kids actually get there or how the kids get there, but like the three now adult characters have gotten captured after doing like this ridiculous fight of like. At one point, Jessica Alba is swinging Carmen around while Carmen is just punching every just fist out, and mm-hmm. they're just swinging her around doing that. It's I don't know, yeah, but yeah, the the kids get there. So the kids have seen um, 
some sort of <laughs> they've tuned into <laughs> exposition TV or whatever mm-hmm. and are hearing about the kid who was trapped in time or something. Right. And you're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah, the kid got frozen in time in like the 1920s or something like that. It's like, oh, well, gee, I wonder who that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder who that fa- if that could be the fast talking Jeremy Piven guy. They huh? actually say something like, boy, I bet that kid talks funny or something. You know, it's right. like, for fuck's sake, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember, like, okay, so <laughs> Junie had shown up and. He didn't get a badge for some reason. Like they were oh, because gonna, Carmen threw it in the trash. Yeah, they were. He was. They were going to give him a badge. Like, welcome back. Like, sorry, you've been gone for seven years. Like, you yeah. know, and your PI business didn't work out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she takes it and throws it in the trash. That's what happened. Is like Jessica Alba, uh, Carmen, and Junie all came in, and then they got frozen right. via their badges somehow. Yes, sure. And then like he does stage freeze. He does stage freeze, and then realizes, <laughs> wait, I'm not frozen because I don't have a badge. Um, <laughs> Which is really dumb, because he holds the pose for like a really mm-hmm. long time. Um, also, this whole layer is actually directly underneath the OSS, mm-hmm. which they actually point out at one point. They're like, how did they not know that this layer was right there? Yeah. But the, the, the two kids had gone in via like spinning, chopping wheels of doom area, like in Galaxy Quest, you know, mm-hmm. like just this bullshit clock where they had to like jump across gears and whatever. I don't know. Yep. But Joel McHale his spy detector 6,000 or whatever leads him to the watch uh, repair shop as well. Mm-hmm. And it was so very specific. It was like, take one step up, one step and, up, yeah. two steps up. <laughs> yeah. And Stand they... here. And like, they're standing on a dumpster and it opens up and suddenly he's in, in the shit now too. Yes. I, I don't know, but somewhere along the way, of course he gets obviously revealed that like, Hey, your wife's a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends up on the news. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I seriously, yeah. I cannot remember what happens after this. Like, I know it, it. It's a fucking mess after this because, like, basically, Jeremy Piven shows up to the like the kids get taken back to the green room. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Piven shows up and says, "Hey, I'm Danger Diamo," and the kids like, "Did you know that's an anagram for Armageddon?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Ah, you kids, you caught me." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because because then later he's like doing his speech with the dumb clock mask on, and then he's just like, "Ha ha, it's me, mm-hmm. Jeremy Piven." And, and then later, it's like, and all my henchmen are Jeremy <laughs> Yeah, and then essentially, like, he's like, I'm I'm doing this Armageddon machine because it's going to allow me to travel back in time. And they're like, don't you see? You've done this before. You've mm-hmm. done it a bunch of times. Look. And then, yes, all of his minions are him and all of his failed attempts, apparently. Yes. But he's like, no, I got it this time and does travel back in time and becomes the frozen kid where you know but now he's grown up jeremy piven going mm-hmm. to see jeremy piven his who dad is his, jeremy piven yes. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> oh, i just realized and jeremy piven that's, mm-hmm. that's a famous club yes um, <laughs> um but yes and so like uh but then like all of a sudden he comes back and like he is now danger diamo jeremy piven mm-hmm. but all grown old because he got to spend a lifetime with his dad and he's still he's like i couldn't save him it's like what then what do you mean? People still get old. They still <laughs> die. I mean, yeah. What the shit? It's so like, weird because like the whole movie's building up to just break the cycle. Don't go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck that. I'm doing it again. And then he comes back and like, you were right, kids. Now I'm 100 years old. Yeah, Look I, at me. I, I couldn't stop him from dying. And it's like, well, yeah, because he probably got old yeah. and died because that's what people do. Mm-hmm. But they don't they never explain why there's a weird 
TikTok version of him. Like, who is that? Mm -mm. Like, what happened to create that? Because every other Jeremy Piven in the movie is just Jeremy Piven. Mm -hmm. But TikTok is like Doc Brown, gray hair, goatee, always wearing goggles. Mm -hmm. And it's funny at one point where they take his goggles off and it's like, aha. And you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of course, it's Jeremy Piven. Um, Yeah, they don't explain any of that. No, No, they don't. Hey. <laughs> yes. At some point during this incoherent movie, there mm-hmm. there is like the briefest of shots of of Machete, Uncle Machete. Yeah, he's, he's frozen working in the like his OSS entire lab his and... entire purpose in this movie is they show him when they freeze every OSS agent. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, okay, there's Danny yep. Trejo. There goes Danny Trejo. Yep. That I I okay. Am I missing something? Because in the credits, Antonio Banderas is listed as an uncredited. Uh, all of his scenes were cut, according to the IMDb. Okay. Which, fuck right off. How dare you? <laughs> all right. Just curious, because I was like, did, did they show him in, like, archive footage? I, but uh, usually there's an archive footage credit on yeah. IMDb, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, his his scenes were cut. Great. Yeah. Okay. How dare they? Yeah, well. I'm so angry about that. I, I don't know. I mean, they win somehow. They the, do. They the, win. The baby, the spy baby does something to yes, win. Yes, the, the baby is becomes CG kung fu fighter. There's okay, so there's like one bit at the very end where Joel McHale pops in, like finally, like I'm here now, and there are like five henchmen left, and he just swings around and punches them all, and then he just walks away and goes clocked them. It's <laughs> like, all right, good Joel McHale, you got a good line in there somewhere because the rest of you in this movie is kind of embarrassing. Well, there was one other note I made, and it was at a point where. It was they were all in the secret lair mm-hmm. in the end, and mm-hmm. they're threatening the kids. Mm-hmm. And Jessica Alba, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Okay, but I said Jessica Alba with the best life advice: stay away from the spy kids. <laughs> <laughs> now she says my spy kids, right? <laughs> but I'm just going to paraphrase and say the okay, because that's my general overall recommendation: stay away from the spy kids. Yes. Okay. <laughs> from you know having having you can watch the first one, but you after, can after that. Stay away from the Spy Kids. Yeah, you can watch the second one. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally no need to. Like, it's it's just not very good compared to the first one. Okay. So. All right. Well, let's just say we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we came to an end some somewhere. Yeah. This, like I said, this one is so convoluted. It's, it, it is. It's like... I mean, even as stupid as the other ones were, they were generally well thought out plot wise. Exactly. And this just seemed to like on first hand, I was like, well, okay, Robert Rodriguez does not give a fuck. But on the other hand, I'm like, but a lot of thought was put into this to the point where it is overly complex. Mm -hmm. So what were you doing? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even the dumb like video game one made more sense. It did. I mean, like, it was very simple. I knew what they needed to do. I mean, even was, though they dismissed it by saying, we don't know why that happened. <laughs> Just go do the thing. Sure. And also, <laughs> like, the fact that they made a Spy Kids movie with none of the principal people available mm-hmm. for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's read now, it. Now that we don't have to watch these anymore, we mm-hmm. have we have all the time in the world. We do. Yes. By the way, every time someone says time in this movie, mm-hmm. drink. No, don't. Do not. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Characters actually make a point to stop and pause before they say time. Like they realize, like, okay, we've said the, the word time in this a million different times. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Great. They also say the name of the movie a lot. They do. All the time in the world comes up a lot. So chug whenever they do that. Really, you, sh- you should. No, not. you should do these. You shouldn't things. do you should any have of a these. Great time. You really shouldn't. <laughs> um, okay, so 
positive things about this movie, mm-hmm. I will say it takes most it takes place mostly in reality again, which is good. Sure, I appreciate yes. that. It looks for the most part pretty good. The CG is infinitely better. That's what nine years of technology will do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the adding of the Ricky Gervais robot dog is good mm-hmm. overall. So there are things; those are things that I liked about this, but. I think it's the least of the four for mm-hmm. me anyway. Um, I, I don't like one of the things I liked about specifically the first one and the second one was that there was this kind of undercurrent of Robert Rodriguez's real like life experience and just Latino culture in that movie. Mm-hmm. This has fucking none of that. This is as generic as it could be. It's not even filmed in Texas. I don't think the, the credits listed Canada and Michigan for it weird okay so it's just it's generic it has no kind of cultural flavor to it in any way shape or form and that was kind of a bummer Mm -hmm. um the other thing that i give the first three credit for was that there weren't jokes that were dumbed down for the audience especially fucking fart jokes and this movie is loaded with fart jokes Mm -hmm. mainly that's because this is one of those dumb aroma vision things where they handed out these cards to the audience and you were supposed to scratch and sniff at certain times throughout the movie but there are just a million fart jokes in this like the fucking ricky gervais dog will just fart on occasion and just go whoops you know it's like jesus christ man like Mm-hmm. There are plot points revolving around fucking farting in this. And it's like that. I I, I love the other three so much for never doing that. And this one is just loaded with that. Yep. Uh, I'm giving it one bag. It's it's the least of the four to me. I, I kind of want to say I liked it better than three, but there are just things in it that it's so fucking convoluted. Man. It, it is. <laughs> it's I just I don't know. I, 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 I will stipulate that I still like Jeremy Piven. Okay. <laughs> However, he's. Not embarrassed no, to no, be no, going I'm for not, it full not in this force movie. in this. I'm just saying overall. No, no, no. But I'm just saying like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was bad in sure, three. Yes. Jeremy Piven is fine in all the different forms of Jeremy Jeremy Piven that he's in. You, you, there is more Jeremy Piven in this than. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you could watch the entire run of Entourage and not get as much Jeremy Piven. That's true. So. Um, however, in keeping with my previous ratings, I must give this three bags. Okay. Um, this is like the only thing saving it from going any lower is yes, Ricky, Ricky Gervais dog. And the fact that I actually laughed at pregnant car slide, you know, like (laughs) it's so dumb. It really is. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was even timed well, like it was just good physical comedy. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, this movie's not good. At least, at least one of my predictions was, didn't come quite as true as I, I was afraid that these kids were going to be absolutely insufferable. They're not terrible. No, these kids are fine. Yeah. I just thought, like, reset hitting the reset switch, it was like we were going to get bad, bad kids. Yeah, we did not. No. The, the kids I mean, are kind of okay. I would have watched another one with I these mean, kids. Rebecca was annoying because her whole thing was pranks, and I hate my mom, you know, <laughs> right. like, or a stepmom. But, you know, like, yeah. that's a little annoying. And the fact that, like, they were trying to, like, you know, 90s kids it up. But, like, why is dad working all the time? Boo. You know, <laughs> but to be fair, dad is kind of shitty at his job because he'd been working for two years and never caught a spy which I don't know why everyone's okay with this like maybe if you were catching bad spies but he was just out looking for spies I know it's they could like, have been like what if one of our spies was just at Spar- Starbucks or something and uh, just so, like, you know, I caught you <laughs> also pro tip chief uh, there's a giant building that says OSS downtown that is shaped <laughs> like an O and S and an S yeah and they <laughs> maybe uh, start there they make no bones about the fact that they are <laughs> Spy agency. Yeah. It's branded on all their shit. Yeah. yeah. No, I just 
where I mean, I know they've been going downhill in this regard, but like it was also it was also very kind of disheartening that like there wasn't the cameo party in this one that there had been. You know, like, well, like when when Machete showed up, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, here we go. It's here it comes, you know, and it's just like, nope, ah, eh? and you know, and then it ended without Antonio Banderas. I'm like, oh hell no, what have you done? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then like I remember seeing his name, and I'm like, hey, what? That's why I went and watched the trailer. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe he's in the trailer, and the the trailer is just a whole bunch of 4D bullshit. <laughs> Great, yeah. So, but hey, look at it this way: we're done. We are. We're we are so done. I feel like I feel like we've we're missing something by not doing Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but do you? <laughs> no, I mean not just just to get it the fuck out of the way. Like be like I have seen this <laughs> too. Oh sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like I feel like I've I've suffered this much. There might as well be just a little bit more suffering. Okay, is all I'm saying. That sure, yeah. Unless Robert Rodriguez keeps going with these, in which case I don't care. But like as it is now, it's like uh, there's just one more weird piece of his filmography that is missing yeah um no i think yeah. it's over i is think it? we're done here okay so you're gonna make me watch shark boy and lover girl on my own accord aren't you just i i seriously like it is if you need to do it we will we will do it no no it's just it's like i said it's like a it's a thing it's a completionist thing like, okay well <sighs> we'll figure it out all right I promise you. Okay. You have my word. Great. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're done. No more Spy Kids. But we're not done with Robert Rodriguez. No, we're not. Because we're doing another one of his movies next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are starting kind of a, a freedom theme. We are. Which is just going to be movies that are too long for the BAMcast. <laughs> we have been stockpiling so many movies that end up being an hour ten or, or 110 minutes or, or more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? we can't keep not watching some awesome potential movies. Yeah. So we're just going to do that for a while. Okay. So longer than 90 minutes, the theme. <laughs> How about that? It's pretty good. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, are. we will have a, uh, another Robert, Robert Rodriguez movie next week that we've kind of been itching to watch. It kind of came up in discussions last month or so. So mm-hmm. we will be back next week with that. Uh, if you want to send us all your, your, beloved Spy Kids memories for us to read on a future show, please send them in to bmf at bmfcast.com and we will share the joy of your Spy Kids-ness. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) These fucking movies made a lot of money. Someone has to have fond memories of them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it. I think it is. Hey, if you're you're patrons and you're listening to this, uh, like, you know, now-ish, I mean, I know you don't know that because, you know, time and everything. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) You know, we, we want to thank you for being patrons. Um, and if you're listening later down the line, like whenever that is, <laughs> also thank you for listening. But you know. later in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, whatever, however, whenever you're listening, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. your dollar. We do. Yeah. That's how we bought all these Fight Kids movies. <laughs> it is worth every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> worth every, every one of one, the dollar. dollars ah freedom okay that's it we're done uh until next week i'm chuck and i'm harlow and this is bad guest extra Out.